Welcome to the Lighthouse Community Podcast. Thank you for joining us today. We hope today's teaching will encourage you in your faith and help you develop an increasing desire to walk with God. Let's listen in. There you go. All right, if you haven't signed up for a group, make sure you do that before you go any further. Uh, Hey, thanks for being here today. My name is Fritz. I'm one of the pastors here. And uh, my question to you, I want to do just a quick poll by raising of hands. And this could be, uh, I'm going to ask a question. This could be at any point in your life, if this would describe you, has there ever been a point, or maybe you're even there right now, where you have simply just been frustrated by reading the Bible? Have you been there? You've been frustrated in trying to read it, to understand it, and to grasp it. Okay, yeah. I want to listen. You're not alone. You're not by yourself. This isn't something that only uh, a couple of people wrestle with. Most of us do. Now, uh, I came to faith later in life, and so I didn't really know anything about God or Jesus uh, until people started to share that with me. Um, After he. profoundly transformed my life, I had this real desire to want to know God. And so I did what I thought was probably the right move, and I started to read the Bible. Uh, But my reading of the Bible was pretty haphazard. Uh, I would read like one verse here, one verse there, uh, start in the middle of a book and not really finish it, and then I'd go, you know what, I'm going to start at the very beginning, and I'm going to start in Genesis, right? And so, um, you know, didn't get really far. Um, It was just very, very challenging. It was very frustrating. I was confused because I didn't really understand the Bible I didn't understand what it was like telling me to do, uh, how to put it in my life, like what Levi was talking about, all of those types of things. And so in my frustration and in my confusion, what I ended up opting for was just going to church. I'll just go to church like everybody else seems to be doing. And from there, it should be fine. I should be able to pick up whatever I need to. I'll hear the sermon. You know, I'll be there for Sunday school. I'll do all of those types of things. And I ended up just opting for going to church, and that was it. And even though I was going to church, I mean, I was there. I was this back when we had Sunday school and like Sunday morning service, and at four o'clock the choir got together to rehearse, and six o'clock was evening service, and Wednesday you had midweek, right? Like they had a women's breakfast one time. I went to that, uh, right? Because it's like you, the church is open, you ought to go. So yeah, but but it wasn't that. Really, wasn't scratching the itch that was there. And maybe you felt that way too. Maybe you've been so frustrated with reading and understanding scripture, you just go, well, I guess it's just not for me. And so maybe I'll just show up and go to church and that's it. And if I can tell you what the breakthrough was for me to be able to really understand what scripture was saying, it was reading and studying the Bible with other growing disciples. That, that was the hinge point for me. Reading and studying the Bible with other growing disciples. And so today, what I want to unpack very quickly is the power of studying scripture with others. And I want to invite you at the end of this to make one very critical decision that may be a game changer for you as well. So when we talk about studying the Bible with others, what, what do we mean by that? I want to break that down just very quickly. When we're talking about studying the Bible, we are talking about reading, but it's more than reading. Right? When we're talking about studying the Bible, we're talking about reading the words, yes, but it also may mean that we need to research 
what these words mean. Uh, there's times where I'm reading through the scripture, I'm going, I don't really know what that word means, and so I have to go look it up. Uh, it may be researching the culture and the time because, you know, the example or the metaphor they're using, I don't really understand, or they're referring to a time or an event that I'm not understanding why that's critical. And so study involves researching. Studying also involves reflecting, thinking about it deeply in my life. And I would say one of the critical crossovers from reading scripture to studying scripture is this, writing writing it down, where you have a place to kind of collect and think about your thoughts, go back and revisit it, those types of things. And so you can study a passage, you can study a word, you can study a person from the Bible, you can study a certain topic and see what the Bible has to say about uh, that topic from many, many different passages uh, and perspectives. And so there's a lot of different ways to be able to read and study scripture. For the most part, most of us are going to be engaging reading a passage, a paragraph, maybe a chapter or a book. And so that's what we're talking about when we're talking about studying the Bible. Now, the other side is that studying with others. And when we're talking about others, we are talking about other growing disciples. But did you know you can actually study the Bible with people who haven't come to faith in Jesus yet? That's actually an option. You can do that. You can actually read and study the Bible with people who don't know who Jesus is. Or here's another thought, bring it all together, right? Bring people who are Christ followers with people who haven't said yes yet, and you're just simply investigating truth of Scripture together. And here's the thing. It's not like if you're studying with other believers, you do one thing, and if you're studying with not yet believers, you do a different thing. Actually, no matter when you're studying the Scripture, you're kind of really doing the same thing, which is this. You're discovering who God is and his character, and you're learning how to rely on God more and more. And so if you're a believer, you need both of those things. And if you're not yet a believer, you need both of those things, right? So either way, you're still working through the exact same thing. And I want you to notice that it's actually normal to study the Bible with other people. It's normal. Like if you go and look at Deuteronomy chapter 6, starting in verse 6, it says this, that these words that I command you today shall be on your heart. You shall teach them diligently to your children. So there you go. There's other people. And you shall talk of them when you sit in your house, whoever's in the house. And when you walk by the way, whoever's on the way. When you lie down, whoever's lying down with you. Uh, (laughs) And when you rise, and you shall bind them as a sign on your hand, and they shall be as frontless between your eyes. You shall write them on the doorposts of your house and on your gates. And so when you see from the Old Testament, it's just normal to simply talk about Scripture, to read it, to study it, to reflect on it together. And you go, well, that's Old Testament. They were all about the word there. Okay, let's go look at Acts chapter 2, okay? Let's look at some New Testament. Acts chapter 2, verse 42. The church was just born. Holy Spirit falls on believers. Verse 42 says this, And they devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and the fellowship, to the breaking of bread and the prayers. And so you have these communities, these new faith communities that are dialed in to truth. They're discovering the character of God through Christ. They're discovering how to rely on God more and more. It is normal to study the Bible with others. And I want to throw a thought out to you that maybe you've never considered before. There's a huge, huge push for private, personal devotions. And I don't think that's wrong. What's happened, though, is we've so gone in that route to the point where we actually resist reading and studying Scripture with other people. And historically, I want you to think about all of time, historically, Personal, private devotions, that that's your only way that you're reading the Bible and studying it, is actually a new thing. 
because people didn't even have personal copies of the Bible, right? The printing press, like 1440 is when it was uh, invented. And so Bibles really didn't start becoming into people's houses until the 16th, 17th century. And we didn't start having our own copies personally until just the last couple hundred years. And now, literally, if you've got a phone, you have access to basically every single translation of the Bible. That's a new thing historically that actually over most Christians over time, most followers of God have actually heard scripture read out loud. They've talked about it in community and worked out how they're going to trust God in their daily lives. And so I'm not saying that you shouldn't read the Bible by yourself. You should. What I'm saying, if you're only doing it by yourself, I would really encourage you to add studying the Bible with others as a key piece. Because God reveals himself amazingly in community. Now, a couple of reasons why I think we should study the Bible with others is, first, um, it really does help you to understand the truth of the Bible. I mean, how many of us, just even in the past like week or two, you've read a passage of Scripture and you go, I don't know what that means. <laughs> I have no idea what that means. I don't know how to trust you, God, uh, using that. Well, when you're with others, actually others are able to help you see that and understand it uh, in a way that you couldn't on your own. And so you can actually understand the truth of, Bible, of the Bible more clearly. The other thing studying uh, the Bible with others does is it clarifies the Bible's purpose. Avon talked about this in the 909, that the purpose of the scripture is so that you can know God and you can trust him. That's what it's designed for. And that's a very different uh, perspective than a lot of us have had, even myself when I first came to faith, because a lot of us, we go to the Bible looking for inspiration. I just need something to get me through the day. I go to the Bible looking for life hacks, right? I go to the Bible uh, planning my next tattoo, right? I go to the Bible uh, looking for these principles of good living so that my life can be better, and yet that's not the purpose of the scripture. And when we, when we read and study together, actually how other growing disciples think about and talk about the Bible helps us to fix our eyes on Christ and to trust him more than we did before. Another reason why I think we should study the Bible with others is it actually teaches us how to live in community with one another. Just very, I don't think I'm going to have to, you know, convince you of this very uh, heavily, but we live in a self-absorbed nation. We think a lot about ourselves. I think more about me than I ever have thought about you, right? You think more about you than you ever have thought about me. And, and so our culture has constantly got us self-absorbed. We're isolated. We figure out how we can do things by ourselves, and we don't need other people. And yet when you read the Bible, you see that the Bible is plural. It's us. We do this together. We pray together. We serve together. We help each other. We walk together. We don't do things in isolation. We actually do them together. And I know for some of you, you're already going, well, Fritz, that's fine. You don't understand. I'm just not a people person. Could it also be that you've been shaped that way because of some things? Because actually scripture would say you were made for community. You were made to be in a relationship with the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. You're made to be in a relationship with his church. And so could it be that it's not God who's wrong, but it's actually your own perspective needs a reshaping in that. And so like Levi was talking about, when you're reading the Bible, it will rub against your soul and especially your sin. It chases, it's like sandpaper, right? Scraping there and you either deal with it or you ignore it 
and you try to justify why you don't have to listen to it. But studying with others will help you move away from isolation. And I've got a number of other reasons why, um, but uh, I'm going to stick on time today. Lucky for you. Uh, (laughs) But there's so many reasons why studying the Bible with other people is really, really helpful. And what I want to ask you to do is I want you to consider a pivotal decision that you might make literally right now. There's actually one decision that you and I can make in this moment that has the potential to be the breakthrough that you've been waiting for when it comes to understanding scripture more clearly and being able to trust God. And when I say it, you're going to be underwhelmed. And yet when you think about it, you're going to see that's exactly what I need. I'm going to invite you to consider right now signing up for a lighthouse group. And, and I know for some of you, go, okay, great, we're at the commercial. <laughs> okay, here's, you know, he's advertising us. He's trying to get us on here. Listen, the reason, this is what we do in small groups. We study scripture together. We talk about it. We reflect on it. We write our notes, write all of these things. We learn how to know God through his character more clearly. We, we encourage each other to trust him in, in new ways, right? And so joining, signing up for a lighthouse group could be one of the most pivotal decisions that you could make that would lead you in a powerful way. And so let me give you just a couple tips for those of you who are going to be signing up for a group or you already have. I want to just give you a couple tips to get the most out of your lighthouse group. First is this, spend time praying for your group before your group and outside of your group and pray for your co-leader. There's a lot of co-leaders who they seem very confident and they're like, you know, I'm going to be the leader of this group. And yet if they were really transparent to go, I'm afraid, I'm not sure if I can facilitate this conversation well. All these people are looking to me to guide them and to help them. I'm not sure if I can. And so pray for them. What an amazing encouragement that would be. Here's another tip. Study the passage that you're going to be talking about before you get to group. Just take a few minutes, read it, reflect on it, research, write down notes and questions that you have. Do that all before your group so that when you show up and the scripture's read, you're not going... I don't, I don't, you know, I don't have anything, right? And you're like there silently and you don't know how to get involved. So do that before your group. Here's a thought during your group. Be as transparent as you possibly can in your group. Be as transparent as you possibly can. And here's what I mean by that. You might share in that group time, I don't understand what this means. You might actually say that. And there would be people go, oh, Well, let's talk about that. Or here's another way if you want to get really transparent. I don't like what this says. Right? Have you ever done that? You ever read a passage and you go, I don't like this, Lord. This was written to somebody else, not me. Right? Like, it's okay to talk about that because, right, like God is exposing things in our lives. Or you could say, this encourages me. I I needed to hear this. I needed to talk about this today. And let me give you one other tip you might consider being a part of your group during the group time. Be more interested than interesting. Choose to be interested rather than interesting. And here's what I mean by that. Some of us go into a group and we have all this pressure on us on what thoughtful, insightful comment we're going to share for the night. And there's like all this pressure, like, oh, I'm going to find some little nugget to impress my friends and show them. I did spend time studying before the group. Okay, I was ready. But what if instead of the focus being on you being interesting, what if you chose to be interested in what other people were saying, in what questions they were asking? And so when somebody says, you know, I see this in the passage, 
instead of you talking over top of them to say, well, here's what I want to say. What if you go, hey, talk more about that. That's interesting. I didn't see that when I was reading it. Help me understand that. And you might be unpacking and pulling out new things that are actually really, really helpful. And so just simply being interested rather than interesting could be a massive change. Choose to study the Bible with others. And and I'm not saying that as somebody from the outside who doesn't do that. You need to know that's exactly how our church operates. Here's what I mean by that. Studying with others is exactly how we develop our Sunday morning sermons and teachings. Let me give you just a quick background on what that looks like. So once a year, our elder team and our pastors get together and we pray and we discern how God might lead us in the teaching for the next year. We actually just got together in August of 2023 to plan and pray and discern for 2024. So there was a team of people who spent eight hours on a Saturday to work through that. After that calendar is done, then a new team takes and develops our series. And so we just went through Hope United. There was a team that put that series together. What was it, me? There was a team who put that together based on 1 Peter. And we worked through that. Then that team hands that series off to another team who meets every single week to brainstorm the passage we're going to be teaching three weeks out. And so just this Wednesday, our team was praying and studying on a passage you're going to hear taught on October the 8th. Then the teacher who's going to be teaching, they work through that, they write their sermon, and before they get up here on Sunday morning, they teach it to another team on Thursday. And on Thursday, that team gives feedback and says, oh, Fritz, that was horrible. You have to do that again, right? Like, that was so unclear. Get rid of that illustration. This is, you know, this is helpful. Double down on that. All of that happens before anybody even gets up here on Sunday morning to share with you. And then after Sunday's over, guess what? There's another team that gives feedback on the back end to say, hey, this was strong. This was clear. This was a little bit muddy. If we were going to do this again, we might think about this. And so you've got to understand that studying studying the Bible with others literally shapes our church. There's no one off in their private office by themselves for hours on time and then shows up to give you God's declaration through them alone, right? No, you know what it is? By the time you hear a teaching on Sunday morning, it is the church teaching the church through the empowering work of the Holy Spirit based on the scripture of God. That's how our church is designed and set up. And so studying the Bible with others is normal. Studying the Bible with others is God's plan for you. And I want to tell you, this could be the breakthrough that you've been waiting for. That God begins to shape you in a fresh way that you never thought he could do. So I really want to encourage you. If you haven't signed up already, don't leave today without signing up for a Lighthouse group. This may be the thing that God uses to just send you right over the edge in a powerful way. Let's pray together. God, I want to pray for the people who walked in here this morning frustrated. I pray for the people who walked in here today defeated. I pray for the people who walked in here today and they... They desperately want to know who you are. And at the same time, they don't even know where to begin or how to start. And Lord, like, I get that. Like, I, re- I remember being there. And it feels hopeless. 
And it feels like, well, maybe this whole following Jesus thing isn't for me, or, or I'm not like them. I wasn't raised in the church. I, I, I have so many other issues, so many other problems. I don't even have time. And yet you've put the greatest tools every single believer and every single person needs to know who you are. The gift of your Holy Spirit leading us into truth and the gift of your church walking together in community. And may we go to the word. May we go to see how you've revealed yourself and how you're inviting us to trust you in fresh ways. May we take the risk of jumping into community with other people, we pray. And we ask these things through the great name of Jesus. Amen. Thanks for joining us. If you'd like to learn more about Lighthouse Community, check out our website at mylighthousecommunity.com or connect with us on Facebook. You're invited to join us live Sunday mornings at 909 or 1111. Thanks again for listening to the Lighthouse Community Podcast.